The Praetors of the Phoenix have bonds to their brother-in-arms stronger than any other warriors in the whole Imperium. As a show of solidarity before battle, their brothers will mark their armour with a unique symbol that will signify their unity and to show that the brotherhood of the chapter comes before anything else. Having this bond means that the Praetors of the Phoenix fight in complete unison. No commands are needed or given as they all work as a collective to conquer their enemies without any need for discussion. The warriors will work towards the chapter's common goals without any disputes, knowing that they are protecting their brotherhood at all costs. Hello and welcome to this week's podcast. Um, you're listening to Croydon and I'm going to take you through uh, my Primaris army, which is the Praetors of the Phoenix. So some of you may know, but this is actually the first ever army for Warhammer that I did back in 2017. This was a starting out simple army that I chose, um, which was the Space Marines, just to kind of get involved in the hobby itself and to, to kind of not complicate things so early on. So I started out with the Space Marines and... I had some models from the Dark Imperium box, um, the half of the the box which was the Space Marines to start out with Um, and from that I decided upon a colour scheme that I wanted to to work with. I wasn't aware of the different chapters that you can get in 40k at the time. we are kind of doing um, 30k at the moment, but at that time when I started out, we were doing 40k. So, like I said, I wasn't really aware of the different chapters that you can get um, of Space Marines and, um, you know, different armies that you can get in 40k as well. So, I started out kind of taking a framework of the Ultramarines, and um, I know I didn't kind of, kind of go for the typical blue colour of the ultramarines but I took their um, initial kind of standpoint and just varied it with the the colour so I went for a deep purple purely just because that was my kind of favourite colour at the time um, and I didn't know that there was a a chapter um, namely the Emperor's Children that that was their colour scheme essentially um knowing what i know now i do like the emperor's children models and that is something that i wanted to go into um it's just finding the right sort of purple to differentiate between these primaris and uh, the emperor's children so hopefully that's something that i can come back to uh, later in my hobby journey once i've um gotten through the backlog that i've got and the orcs which is the new exciting uh, project that i'm going to be working on so taking back to the beginning of the hobby and the start of when i actually got the space marines so like i said it was a purple color that i went for i had never built or painted a large army uh, namely more than one model i had a kind of a test of a model with smorganite once um couple of months before I actually got the Primaris where we sat down and he kind of took me through the stages of painting one up uh, but I hadn't built any so that was the kind of first obstacle that I needed to go through um, when I got these set of models in 2017. So I built them up which was quite a fun experience um, and once I built them all up it was deciding upon what sort of colour scheme I wanted so 
went for the purple and ended up using the Nagaroff Night, which is the deep purple. I then shaded it slightly, but the, the kind of dark purple was still prominent on the uh, models. You can actually see photos of some of my models, which are on the Strategic Painted website, as well as the Instagram pages. So, yeah, I had my colours in tow and I built and painted um, a standard base layer and edge highlight um, and essentially that was what I kind of left it at. I wasn't the best at painting, it didn't look too um, messy but I didn't really want to experiment too much because I was a beginner painter and I didn't want to mess up the kind of hard work and effort that I'd already put into um, the kind of base work of all of those models. It wasn't until a couple of months later where I had a lot of free time on my hands because I was having a break between uni and my uh, third year of uni and I had sort of the summer holidays as you may say to um, kind of sit down and look at where I wanted to take the models and if I wanted to kind of adapt them to make them any better or keep them as they are um, and, and with all that free time I was able to kind of experiment on them and make them different, make them more unique, uh, more individualised and that was something that I really really enjoyed doing. Like I said I had all that spare time um, so to me I was filling it with something that was really fun and entertaining and the results came out um, more than you know better than I expected so I'll kind of take you through what models that I have so I've got some um, some intercessors um, I believe I've got a squad uh, two squads of 10 of those so I've got 20 in total I've got some hell blasters um, which I believe I have another 20 of those I do prefer these in game when I was playing 40k as uh, I really like the rapid fire element and for somebody that doesn't particularly like close combat um, the shooting phase and uh, phase and the rapid fire element definitely worked in my favor so that's sort of uh, for the troops I do have some ancients I've got two banners um, which I'll talk about in a bit more detail in a minute because um, those are two of the models that I really do um, like the look of and I am quite proud of so we'll go back to that in a second so I then have a um, so a few hero characters um, which again I've done something unique on their cloaks uh, which I'll come back to and kind of um, talk you through those as well I have um, some lieutenants um, a librarian and I have a, a dreadnought which was something that I wasn't used to to be fair I think I got that a bit later on it was obviously it's not part of the um, Dark Imperium box so that was an additional thing that I ended up getting down the line um, as well as a flyer I can't remember the specific name of the flyer that I've got uh, but that is yet to be finished so that's um hasn't been featured yet on any of the pages uh, so really that's all that I have it's not a, a massive army but that was quite a big army for a beginner who at the time hadn't really had any models to be fair um, and it was a playable army I had enough models with me and enough points to be able to play against Morganite and other members of the team um, as well as other people um, in general so that was really where it was so in terms of where my ideas came from for some of the painting on the models 
I'll tell you now, I have absolutely no idea. It just came to me with um, <laughs> sort of an epiphany. So the ancients I'll talk about first because I think those are the ones that I'm most excited about. So as I said, you can see them on the uh, Strategic Painting website. So one of them I... I believe I actually ended up changing it and probably painting over it a couple of times, but one of them I decided to go with a sort of um, earth theme in the middle. Uh, with these sort of models, they are kind of, they're blank in the middle, so um, it allows for whatever design you want, it allows you to be creative with them. So I took that and uh, I did. So in the middle, I kind of made a little earth. Um, symbol as best as I could um, and put, I kind of made it look as bannery as I can and then on the other one I ended up doing kind of the polar opposite and made it sort of look a little bit like um, fire-ish so you've got some oranges and red yellows on there to kind of um, so they're kind of opposite and, and balanced within the army. So there, there is something that I was really happy with. Um, and obviously now, if I went back to do them, I'd probably do the paintwork a lot better. But at the time, I was really impressed with myself with those. In terms of other models that I've done that have something slightly different to them, um, it's probably the hero characters. So... Um, one of the cloaks I did a galaxy uh, design so based it with a very light purple um, and splattered on various different colours uh, namely some blues and uh, pinks and, and bits like that to make it look like a galaxy um, it turned out quite well actually I mean if I went back now I'd probably be able to hone in on technique and make it a little bit better but it, it is still good and it does look um, it doesn't look messy so it's certainly something I'd be comfortable having on the uh, tabletop and then the the other hero character that I did um, was a blood splattered cape I think that was one of the first models that I actually did to modify it and make it different um, and it spe I spent a lot of time on it, more than probably is needed. But I, so I base coated. I think the hardest part of it actually was base coating it white, um, because in, you know anybody that uses white knows that you have to layer up like crazy in order for it to look decent. So, um, and at the time I actually, it's worth mentioning. At the time I only had a. Um, it was one of those starter kits of the paints with the small paints and you had like a red, a yellow in it, a white um, and a black. So all of my colours on my Primaris models was pretty much handmade colours. Uh, I mixed them all so I would not be able to replicate them, that's the only problem. But I was happy enough that each of my models looked different where I wanted to change it that I actually wouldn't need to to replicate that and kind of try and get the same colours anyway so yeah so in terms of the, the blood splattered one we'll just go back to that I ended up base coating that white uh, a couple of times until it was um, solid enough that there wasn't any gaps um, 
and then I simply got some red paint, darkened it up slightly so it looked a bit more blood and it didn't look too um, too shiny and then I splattered it all over the back of the cape and um, basically gave it the blood splatter effect as if he's gone into battle when he's um yeah he's won <laughs> so that's what I went for I do have some work to do on some of the models which is mainly I've got to finish the dreadnought and the uh, the flyer it's just with those I think it's a bit different because I want them to look a bit unique but I don't know I don't want to spoil it at the same time by putting designs on it that may not necessarily fit so I just need to put um, some thought into those before I finish those um, and one last cool feature actually on the painter's side of things with the models is that each of the troops um, I believe I put them on the Hellblasters and the Intercessors have a symbol so in the beginning of this podcast when I went through the kind of overview of the army um, that we've me and Smorganite put together it did mention that they had kind of a unified symbol between the brothers um, to show uh, unison so that was another addition that I did because I made some of the other characters different um, but I hadn't done anything different to the troops so I decided to kind of add a little something to them and they've all got a very random um, symbol on each of their um, armour plates um, I'm sure I did it all on one side but I can't remember if it's the right or left but it's on all of them anyway and they all have an individualised symbol um, but it just gives them all that protection and that brotherhood when they're on the uh, battlefield um, protecting themselves and protecting their fellow brothers so that's really where I was at with the colours of them uh, and, and where I got to with those as well um, so I haven't been doing them for that long to be honest with you they are a 40k um, army and at the moment we, are, we aren't really focusing on 40k we're doing heresy so some of the models legally I actually can't take in, for, uh, in 30k so um, I've kept this purely as a 40k army should we go back to play 40k games I then have that um, I would like to expand it if we're going to be playing some more games I think at the moment um, we're quite happy where we are playing Horace uh, Heresy I've just mixed the two words up there just you know to make things a lot quicker um, but I definitely want to focus on some of the um, other armies that I'm doing um, for the Horace Heresy side so this is something that I will come back to in the future to make a bit bigger maybe get some bikes um some tanks and just to get some more kind of heavy support in the army which would be better so yeah not been doing it for too long but i think one of my favorite things about the army is the fact that it was the first army that i did and i actually allowed me to be a bit more creative and show this side that i wasn't aware that i had in terms of painting um, and kind of open a door for what I could do with other armies in um, in my hobby and uh, it will only go up um, is what I was thinking as well so that's always a positive if we talk about the game inside we haven't really played a lot of games 
I haven't got a lot of points, but as I said, it's enough points to be able to play a small game with people. Um, and we haven't really played a lot of games. Um, I haven't won any of the games purely because I was very new to the gaming when I started out with this army. I played a couple of games and I just couldn't get my head around 40k in general. Um, I found it quite difficult just kind of learning all the rules and um, in game and you know specific to my army. So with that, I wasn't very good at it, so I didn't win any games to be honest. But um, I was just happy playing the games and seeing my um, cool models that I painted on the um, tabletop. So in terms of where I want to see this army going. Like I said, I want to adapt and add to it further down the line. Um, it's not something that I'm going to be doing now, but it's something that I would certainly want to come back to um, in the future and add some um, more models to. Uh, more troops for definite, so I can obviously give them some more variety and make everything a bit more different. Uh, but I do want some heavy support, so some tanks, bikes, more vehicles, um, maybe a contempt to Dreadnought as well, and some... Uh, um, Land, yeah, some land raiders or um, things like that. So that is pretty much it. That's about 17 minutes of me rambling on about my primaries, but it's been nice to kind of divulge into that in more specifics and uh, kind of touch base on where I started. And uh, hopefully, I look forward to getting back to that soon. So thank you for listening, and um, I'll speak to you all soon. Bye bye.